If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads are showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. They say having more birthdays is good for your health. What does that mean? Wait, did I say that wrong? I don't know. There's some sort of funny joke or whatever. The older you are, the more birthdays you've had or something. I probably just botched it. Welcome to my life. I'm not even going to re-record this. Like, you get what I mean, right? So this episode is about aging. Okay, so <laughs> there is this big movement about anti-aging, uh, the whole glow up, the whole grace, gracefully aging, and then the people that are out there that are like, I'm going to age and, and I ain't going to do nothing about it. It is what it is. Like, like my body is going to get wrinkles and it's going to do all this stuff and, and I'm going to let it and I'm going to be cool with it. And there's no wrong answer. Wherever you fall in that, there's no wrong answer. Um, aging is literally the, the most like, like what's the term I'm thinking of? Like the most privilege that we can have in this world, you know, like to be able to age is, is to, you know, get to this point where we just have more experiences. And if you're somebody that just feels like life is super hard and rough and I don't want to age and live forever. Like we've literally had friends that were like, I hope I don't live past age 50. And it's like, what? That's pretty young. Like again, age and what you decide is young or old is very much, um, in the eye of the beholder. And so, I've had patients literally next door to each other in the ER where one of them is 48 and they look incredible and they are in great health. And then the person next to them is, is 62 and, um, and they, they look even better. You know what I mean? Or, or the younger person looks way rougher shape than the older person or, you know, it just, it different environmental factors and different genetics and different pieces are going to make you look older. And some of that is, is by heritage. You know, you you can see different people and there's different, uh, slang terms that I won't repeat that people will brag on and be like, well, you know, I'm this way because it's the way that, you know, my, my genetics have brought me to, but it has to do with a lot of different things. Like what you eat in your diet, how much are you drinking of water? Like, do you smoke? Do you live in a moldy house? Do you get out in the sun constantly? Like we, we know those surfer dudes, right? The surfer men and women that are out in the sun all the time and and they just have a different look about them. Um, but some of them are in amazing shape. They've just been out in the sun. And so there's different factors that can bring out different level of aging, but you still age. Every bone in your body is as old as you are, as long as you've been on the earth, every organ, you know, unless you've had a transplant, but things like that are, are 
aging with you. And so there's not a, a test or a, a, a thing that we all go through at certain ages to just say it like, hey, your, your brain is aging faster than your heart and your kidneys or your bones are the, like, like, well, for example, I've heard people say like, oh, I've, my doctors have said I have the bones of an 80 year old. And I'm like, what? Like, who decided that? Like, how does that come from? Like an average 80 year old, an 80 year old man, an 80 year old woman, an 80 year old with osteoporosis, an 80 year old with, uh, you know, backbreaking work their entire life. Like what does an 80 year old bone look like? I mean, on average, like how does that equate to anything? And how are, you know, there's different ways of testing different things. Like you can uh, test somebody's lungs and say, hey, your lungs are working at a 15% capacity of what they should be. That's measurable because we can measure the capacity that it normally has. And we can say, hey, by the numbers, you used to be able to inhale this many milliliters. And now you can only inhale this many millimeters. That's like math that's you know easier to calculate but we have different ways of of testing bone density and testing you know cardiac output and uh, kidneys and all those things but ultimately um to be able to know just in general unless there's something wrong or you're getting you know specialty testing we don't know where our organs are at on the aging scale where the different things in our body are at like if you are a smoker, you are going to age your lungs faster. If you are somebody who just chronically drinks soda and, you know, energy drinks, you're, you're making your kidneys work a lot harder to have to filter out and actually pull the water from that stuff. Like, so your skin is going to have to compensate for additional sun, you know, exposure. And so each part of our body is going to go at a different level and no two people are alike. So one person could you have complete, you know, brother, sister, maybe we'll not, we'll say they're not twins, you know, but they're brother, sister, they still have the same parents. And one could be, have the entire same upbringing. And one of them is just doing so much better than the other one. And it's just subject to their diet and subject to their stress levels and subject to so many other factors. It, it's not always going to be the same for two people. I was telling this story the other day. Um, and it's just kind of a brief thing, but like I had this wife come in and she came into the ER and she was pointing at her knee and she was talking about the knee pain. And, and she was like, I really need surgery. And I was like, Oh, who's your orthopedic doctor? Like, have you seen a surgeon yet? Or like, are you seeing ortho? And she's like, well, no. I'm like, well, how do you know that it's surgery? Did you have this on the other knee? And she's like, no, my husband. I was like, what, what about your husband? Is he a doctor? And no, my husband had knee surgery. And I'm like, Oh, well, just cause he had surgery. Does that mean that you're going to need surgery? And she's like, well, we have the exact same pain in the exact same spot. And I just looked at her and I was like, just cause he got surgery doesn't mean you're going to get surgery. Like you guys are two totally different people. Like he's six foot and you're five foot. Like what, what No, you've had a completely different life just because you live together. Sometimes I feel like, you know, couples will mold into each other. Um, one of my coworkers and I last night were fascinated by this person that we were talking to. He kept referring to his wife as his bride and we're like, that's sweet. And then another couple was like, we're doing a master's program together. And 
all of our classmates, they even recognize that we go to the bathroom together. We're just conjoined at the hip and that's great. You know, some couples are just really that intense closely. Best friends can be like that too. You know, siblings can be very close, but you're still going to be your own person. You're still going to have your own things to deal with. So to jump to an extreme conclusion to be like, oh, I'm going to need surgery because my knee hurts in the exact same spot. Like your level of pain is going to be different than somebody else's level of pain. Like in the ER and in the medical field, we use the pain scale from zero to 10, 10 being the most pain that you can receive. And depending on who I'm talking to, and if I'm joking around and playing, I'll say 10 is, is being, you know, mauled by a bear and getting kicked in your wounds, you know, like I'll make it really, really bad. And, or if somebody comes in and they're like, you know, they're in for knee pain. And I'm like, if I kicked your knee, could it hurt more? And they're like, Oh my God, you'd kick my knee. And I'm like, no, I, I wouldn't. Like, but if I did, could it hurt more than it is now? Cause that's what a 10 is. So they'll be like, Oh, it's a nine. And I'm like, okay. Cause people will come in and say like, Oh, my pain's at a 12 or my pain's at a 25. And I'm like, that's not part of the scale. But just because somebody says it's a nine and somebody next to them says it's a nine, that's their experience of pain. There are people walking out there with chronic pain. And like some of us have only ever dealt with a stubbed toe for pain. And so pain is so subjective to that individual's experience. You cannot recreate it. And so there's ways of like, maybe you've seen these videos of them hooking up uh, pain conductors to a man to stimulate the decibel of pain that a, a woman could go through birth with. And, uh, you know, they, it's said that childbirth pain is the second worst pain to um, being burned alive. And I'm sure that there's, you know, the decibel rate that they can tell with pain. It's measuring other things like your heart rate and your stress level and all of these other things. But mentally, people are going to experience it different. Some people go through childbirth and they're like, it's not that bad. And then other people go through childbirth and they're like, that was horrific. And I never want to go through that again, you know? And so it is still so subjective, even if there are ways to measure pain, things like that. So, um, when it comes to, what are we talking about today? Aging, um, your body is going to have its own response to everything, right? Like it's, it's great to be able to age, but there is a lot, a lot of debate, especially within the healthcare workers and the, the you know, medical community about letting people um, continue to survive based off of, you know, mechanics. And by that, I mean, um, uh, keeping them hooked up to machines like dialysis and being uh, kept alive with medication and, and being on a, uh, intubated with the, the, um, machines to help you breathe and stuff like that. Like how much of that is ethical for how long, you know, when, when there's so many people out there that need the resources that are younger and, and things like that, like kids who need organ transplants, do they get higher on the list than, than a 70 year old type thing, you know? So there's so much debate around that and, and wherever you stand is, you know, your belief system. But, um, there are pieces of, of what happens in the medical field that is affected by everybody's decision with stuff like that. And so it's always been something that um, has been talked about among nursing and, and just different things like that. So if somebody comes into the ER and it's 
somebody's grandma and she's 99 years old and she's a, you know, doesn't have a DNR and the family's there saying, keep my grandma alive. We love her and we're doing CPR and cracking every rib and giving her poor quality life and inducing pain just to keep her alive. Like, like that is big questions. And so big questions, you know, you have to think of where you're at with where you are, like what, what measures do you want? And then what measures, you know, do your family want in case you're the only one around that can make those decisions for them in the event that they can't speak. And so really, um, the, the whole kind of roundout about this, uh, podcast is, is that you can do whatever you can do to preserve where you're at right now and give yourself a very pleasant experience as you age or not. You do whatever you want. But I do also want to mention before the end of this that everybody's emotional maturity is going to be different. I've met 12-year-olds that are extremely mature and can hold an amazing conversation. And then I've met 50-year-olds that are petty as hell and they will gossip and and they, you know, struggle with a lot of things. And so I don't tolerate um, people who make judgments based on age. And so if somebody is like, I am so much older than you and I've been through so much more than you, I'm like, okay, all right, thanks for pointing that out. Then if somebody else like says, you know, oh, you wouldn't understand because of the generational differences, like, okay, there's, okay, yeah, there's some things like I watch different cartoons than you did. Okay. But like, we've all had our own experiences. And so you can have a best friend that is 50 years older than you. Like you can have a kid that's a best friend. Like like you are going to connect and have a great relationship with somebody, no matter what their age is or no matter what their experience is. Like age is just a number. And somebody out there decided that we age every year. Somebody out there decided, you know, how we measure that and all that stuff. And, and that is just what it is. Like we're all having this human experience and we're all just floating along and, and you spend time with the people that you enjoy the most. So age well today you only are in charge of the moment that's all that's guaranteed have a good one thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you haven't yet please subscribe for more and leave a review if you got something great out of today please share with your family and friends and as always please remember to consult with your primary care provider if you have any questions or concerns. This podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.